You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hey everyone, this is Kristen Powers with Pets Rock at Pet Life Radio. Today we have a super bright, cheery, amazing guest by the name of Caroline Sunshine. She's Barbara Winslow in the upcoming movie Marmaduke, which you all should go see. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk more with the amazing Miss Caroline Sunshine. Don't go anywhere, because the best is yet to come. Stick around. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Back to the party. Let's go! With the hottest party in town. Hey everyone, I hope you're having a super duper day. Today we have an amazing guest who stars in the movie Marmaduke, and her name is Caroline Sunshine. Can't wait to hear what she has to say. How are you, Caroline? Hey, I'm good. Hi, guys. So, Caroline, you are in the upcoming movie Marmaduke. What is your role in that movie? Yes, um, I am in the movie Marmaduke uh, with 20th Century Fox. It comes out tomorrow, June 4th. In the movie, I play the character Barbara Winslow. If anybody knows anything about Marmaduke, you know that it's based off of the comic strip in the newspaper. And so my character is based off of a, a comic character, Barbara Winslow. As far as, you know, like Barbara's character, she's very kind of a typical teenager. You know, she's somebody that I think a lot of people can relate to. She's fun. She loves her friends. But um, her world is kind of turned upside down when her family moves from Kansas all the way to Orange County, California. And so the film, you know, you kind of see her dealing with that. Barbara's a huge texter. She's always texting her friends, and her friends are really important to her. Cool. So would you say that you're like Barbara at all? Yeah. You know, it was super fun to play Barbara because we have so many similarities but some differences, too. You know, we both love our friends. We both have, you know, our personalities. But I think some of our differences were the fact that I never had to experience a drastic move like that. And I know for anybody who's been through something like that, it kind of turns your world upside down. So that was something different for me. And and also, before the movie, I didn't have a cell phone. You know, can you believe that? But, I mean, now I'm, like, pro-status texter. But um, before the film, I didn't have any texting experience. It was really cool to play a character who's obsessed with, with texting, and I got some texting experience on the side. That's really funny. Yeah, it oh. seems like everyone has a cell phone now. It's funny to Seriously, think that right? was here. Yeah, well, no worries. Now I'm pro status, so it's all good. Oh, cool. Now you're you're part of the movement. Nice. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So the movie is obviously about the dog Marmaduke. What was it like working on a movie where like the focus is on animals? Oh my gosh, it was huge, literally. You know, this is my first film. So I was super excited just to be doing a movie, but even more excited to be a part of a film that is based off of, you know, something that's real, a comic strip. 
and also getting a chance to work with animals. I'm a really big animal lover, particularly dogs. I got my first dog two years ago, so I'll tell you a little bit more about him later. But so it was really neat to get to go and work with all these dogs. We literally had like anywhere between 50 and 75 dogs on the set at one time. So it was really great because not only when the cameras are rolling do I get to work with the dogs, specifically these huge Great Danes, which were awesome. But also in downtime, I just got to play with, you know, 20 different breeds of dogs, which was way cool. Awesome. So is Marmaduke, like, is he a Great Dane? I've actually never, like, read the comic strip, but I was just wondering if you happen to know. For sure. You know, I mean, like, not a lot of people have really read the comic strip. It's been around for such a long time, but I read the comic strip actually for some inspiration on set. Um, It's actually really funny humor if you guys want to check it out. But uh, Marmaduke really is a Great Dane. He's huge. On the set, you know, we had three different dogs that we used. We had Spirit, George, and Grissom, who all play Marmaduke. And they were about, I'm like five feet two, so they were like half my size. They were massive. They really put the, the great in Dane, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a cool way to put it. Yeah, I remember my first encounter with the Great Dane. I was like five, and it was taller than I was, and that was kind of scary, but it was kind of really cool, too, that a dog could be taller than you. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, they're gentle giants. They were, like, the coolest dogs to work with. I mean, if you have to work with dogs, go with Great Danes, you know? They're just, they're they're so cool. Um, We had a puppy on set one day, a Great Dane puppy, and it was so much fun to play with him because he hadn't really grown into his huge size yet, so he's, like, slipping all over the place. It was just the cutest thing to watch. It made me want to get a Great Dane in real life. Yeah, I always love to see Great Danes try to sit on their owner's laps or, like, in the movies when they, like, try to lay in the bed with their owner and they take up, like, the entire bed and there's no room at all for their owners to sleep on it. There are so many scenes like that in the film. You guys will have to check it out because it's exactly what you just described. Oh, cool. They always seem like they're trying to be humans, but they're just one, like, chromosome away and they just can't. (laughs) Exactly. I know. (laughs) So, um, so you worked, you said you worked, worked with a lot of different types of dogs. Why were there so many different types of dogs on the set? Was it just like part of the show or part of the movie? And was there like any scenes with all lots of different animals interacting? Yeah, you know, and the reason we use so many dogs in in the movie is because, you know, the movie is about dogs, so the more the merrier, I guess. There's a lot of cool scenes with Marmaduke, you know, since Marmaduke is a talking dog, he's voiced by Owen Wilson, you know, he has his own kind of life, and so he makes a lot of friends at the dog park, and so for those scenes, it was really necessary to use so many different kinds of dogs to give you, um, you know, just something kind of cool to look at. You know, you don't want to have to look at Great Danes all the time. It's really nice to have that variety. And uh, there's, it's, it's really cool because there's so many scenes where the dogs have to, the dogs don't just sit the whole movie. You know, they're moving around, they're doing different things. And while some of that is animation, a lot of it was really the dog's real work, you know. So um, it was really just cool to see how they, you know, they were doing the same stuff I was doing as an actress. You know, I have to hit my mark each take and the dogs were having to do that same thing. And it was just really neat to see these animals kind of take on a, a life of their own, really. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I like I like how to think like dog parks are kind of like the high schools for well, dogs. But Exactly. And you'll see that in the movie, you know. Um, it seems like there's so many different cliques in high school and that's the same for the dog park for dogs. So it's kinda neat that you guys get to see that, that like parallel there, you know. Yeah, it sounds like Marmaduke does a really good job of like paralleling human life to animal life. Exactly. It's so true. Yeah. I used to imagine when I was like a little kid I had a German Shepherd Rottweiler mix and I used to wonder like 
it'd be like, what would it be like if I could live like a dog for a day? And what would I do? And would I like try to like escape or would I like try to raid the fridge or like, <laughs> like just try exactly. to find Exactly. And it's so funny. Like that's, that's exactly what Marmaduke is. So, um, wow. Did you read the script or something? <laughs> I'm just I kidding. Have, yeah, I, I have not. It, um, but I'll definitely go see the movie, but yeah, I, I have just always grown up with dogs all my life, so it's always been a fascination to me how they see through their eyes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, do you have any pets of your own? I do, yes. Um, well, first off, I, I have a goldfish. His name's Tiller. He's lived for about three years, so he's like the never-ending goldfish. But I, uh, two years ago, I got um, my first dog. His name's Polly, and he's a Maltese Shih Tzu. So he's white and fluffy, and he's so hyper. You know, like like you were saying before with your dog, you know, I mean, I just see such a little personality in my dog. I think every pet owner does. And so I really love having a dog because I've wanted one since I was little. And so this was, you know, the first time that my parents really said, yeah, because everybody knows dogs do such huge, you know, responsibilities and stuff. But, um, but I think the rewards are so much greater than that. I just, oh, I love my little Polly. Mm-hmm. What do you like to do with Polly? Um, well, he's our family dog, and I have two younger brothers, so we kind of go back and forth. I love to dress up my dog. I know that sounds so terrible, but um, I think he just looks so adorable in little flutter vests and stuff. But my brothers are like, no, Caroline, what are you talking about? He's a dog, gosh. So we kind of balance it out, and um, I love taking Polly for walks, and we play, you know, fetch outside, all the stuff that you do with your dog. Yeah, I have two little brothers, too, and sometimes I think my pets are more civilized than they are. (laughs) Exactly. See? You see my point. Yes, I do. We have lots of things in common. (laughs) For sure. Yeah, sometimes I wonder if I'm closer related to the dog than my brother. All the time, right? I think that all the time. Yeah, all the time. I mean, they interact a little bit less than dogs because, you know, they're in their video games and stuff. But besides that, (laughs) so are dogs your favorite animal or do you like have like another type of animal that maybe you couldn't have as a pet, but they're like so cool to you? Ooh. Well, like I said, after the film, I was so tempted to want to get a Great Dane dog, you know, and and I've always been a huge dog lover. But um, I guess, you know, I've always really wanted to have a dolphin. I just have this love for dolphins. I love, like, the ocean and and marine stuff, but I don't think a dolphin would really be an ideal fit for a pet. But um, I, I think a dolphin or even a walrus would be so cool. My friend actually has a pet walrus. And really? um, I know she keeps it at like a SeaWorld place, but it's it's pretty ridiculous, right? Like to have a walrus as a pet. Yeah, I cannot imagine that. Like I thought having a turtle as a pet was extreme. Exactly. Like I didn't <laughs> believe her at first. And she's like, no, really. And so she showed me and she took me to like where she keeps it. And it's like a real life walrus. I almost thanked it. That is so cool. Yeah. I, I know. I'm, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I've, had, I've always thought dolphins are really cool. I mean, there's like, they seem so so much smarter than people and they like have like all their little pods and communicate little clicking communication like i mean like there's like tribes in africa that click to communicate but they just do it so <laughs> so i know so and like cute. their smile i think dolphins and dogs actually have like a lot of parallels you know what i mean they all seem to have like they're very smart and they have their own little personality and they seem to relate well to people i guess out of all of the animals you know yeah yeah i think definitely they're very intelligent creatures i think that makes it a lot more because they're so intelligent they they have like all the survival tactics down so then they can worry about like bonding with whoever they're close to so i think that's what makes it so attractive i think so i totally agree and it's so fun to just watch them you know i know if you guys i mean 
I've all been to SeaWorld and stuff, but, you know, when you got to touch the dolphins and see them flip, like, it's just amazing what they're capable of. Yeah, yeah, I've actually had it. This past summer, I went to South Carolina, and we went to this beach, and we went kayaking in this lagoon, and there were wild dolphins in the lagoon, and they were coming up to the side of our kayaks, and, of course, we didn't touch them, but it was, like, the this out-of-this-world, like, just watching them glide through the water and just play oh with gosh. each other, and it was, like, like so much cooler than anything I've ever seen because I've seen them like off the beach and stuff, but to have them next to your kayak is like just oh, it's just so amazing. What is the real experience? Yeah, I think definitely make it like it's just and especially since there was like no agenda, like we weren't like these dolphins are going to come up to our kayak. Like it was just like literally out of the blue because it's water, but. <laughs> <laughs> They were just like right there, and it was that was one of the coolest moments ever. That is so cool. It's so funny that you mentioned South Carolina. I have to give a shout out to my family in South Carolina. But um, my dog Polly is named after a place in South Carolina called Polly's Island. So shout out to my family. That's so cool. I've actually spent a Fourth of July in Polly's Island one year. Yeah, that's where we go every Fourth of July. It's a great family spot, and the water is awesome. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a great place to swim. I have really good memories from that trip. That's so yeah, cool. Yeah, especially with dolphins and stuff. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk more with the amazing Miss Caroline Sunshine. So <laughs> keep tuned. <laughs> Don't leave this party before it's over because the best is yet to come. Only losers leave the party early anyway. Party on. Back in a few. Hands up. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Rochelle Lefebvre from the Twilight franchise. You're listening to the amazing, unstoppable Kristen Powers on Pet Rock at Pet Life Radio. Back to the party. Let's go. With the hottest party in town. This is Pet Shark with Pet Life Radio, and we're back with a super fun, amazing guest, Caroline Sunshine. So, Caroline, hey. how's it been? You doing good? I'm awesome. Hey, guys. Awesome. So, we're going to kind of like switch gears a little bit, not quite. I was just wondering, I was reading your bio, and I saw all these awesome causes that you're into, and I was wondering if you like would like to explain to you, like, volunteer service learning, what you like to do to help out people. Absolutely. Well, I think, you know, I think giving back is one of the best things that you can do. And I think the great thing about it is that you're never too young or too old to do it. In this case, I'd be on the young side, I guess. But I love, I think one of the best things about, you know, my position as like being in a movie and is using that fame for good and really putting me on a platform to to do good in my community. And um, 
I started out doing a National Charity Week, and through that, I do a bunch of different charities in my community. Um, some of my favorites include Working Wardrobes, which is a cause that helps women who um, come from abused home situations and domestic violence. It helps them get back on their feet through the use of clothing because every girl knows that they feel better when you know they look good. And so it really helps them get back on their feet so that they're able to really in- enjoy who they are um, after you know the situation that came out of. Um, I also work with a charity called Loaves and Fishes, which helps out the local homeless community. Um, I volunteer there on the weekends. It's really, it's you know, it sounds like work, but it's it's a lot of fun, and it's a great way for me to um, be with my friends and reach out to the community. One of the other causes that I really um, really like is Adopt a Hero. Adopt a Hero is an organization um, that helps support the troops overseas. I think it's so important to remember, you know, everybody who's who's really really fighting for us. I think it's such an important cause. And the thing that I love about Adopt a Hero is that, you know, it's so easy to help. It's one of the easiest ways I think that you can give back. Um, and what a great way to give back. The way it works is there's a website called adoptahero.us, um, and you can go on and you can sign up and you help sponsor a specific soldier and you write letters, you send them supplies and you also help out with their family. It's just a great way I think to show your patriotism and get out there and help the community. So those are just a couple ways and, and I really encourage everybody to you know, do something, you know, just something that's kind of close to your heart and something that you're passionate about um, is a great way to give back. Cool. So what is Adopt a Hero like? Do you write letters to your military service person? Yeah, you know, it really just provides the connection from American to American. So um, you go onto their website and you get assigned a specific soldier and their family. And so you write letters, send them any supplies that they need. Um, and also you help look out and send, you know, whatever their family needs. Because like I said, a lot of people sometimes forget that when they go fight, their families are, are left there. So I think it's just a great way to show your patriotism and um, all about that. Yeah, that's really great. I have some family friends in the military, and I know that that's very important to them to have support from their fellow Americans. Absolutely. They deserve it. Yeah, definitely. So I've had guests that are homeschooled, that are in public school, that are out of school. And so being a show targeted towards teens and cool young people, most of us are in school, I was just wondering, like, I just like to ask people about what their favorite subjects are and what classes they enjoy the most or which ones are like they think are really icky or whatever. So if you just want to like talk about school and make it sound really cool, then go ahead. All right. I will definitely try my best. Well, <laughs> I think it's pretty cool that I go to normal school. So I attend a regular high school where I live in Orange County, and I love it. I'm a freshman, and actually, you guys, it's a very special day because today was my last day of school. We get out so early, but um, we go back really early, too, which is a bummer. But I'm going to try to enjoy my summer. So, um, but yeah, I think school is really important to get a good education, obviously. And I think, you know, school can be fun if, if you make it fun. As far as, like, subjects go, I'm a really big history person. I just, for some reason, I love history. I relate to it really well, and it's one of the subjects that I really am, like, passionate about. I would definitely say I'm more of a history and English person than I am math and science. Math, numbers, you know, we just don't really click, so. (laughs) Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think I've interviewed, like, a lot of actors and actresses, and it seems like that's a reoccurring theme, that history is one of their favorite subjects. And I think probably it's, I think it's because you're able to probably role play what history did and made it come, like, more alive than most people can do from reading a textbook. It's so 
so true because, like, when I look at history, I just see a giant story. Do you know what I mean? That's really all history is, is storytelling. And, and that's really all acting is, too, is storytelling. So I think there's definitely a parallel there. But if you're a numbers person, I have so much respect for you because I have to use a calculator. You know, I, it's numbers and me, we're not on the same page. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can definitely understand that. Yeah, I think it's really important to not – I mean, like, most people – especially where I live in Chapel Hill, it's a very, like, very goal-orientated, overachiever type of place, and people are trying to take all the classes they think will actually matter in life. Yeah. So, they're like, history, they're like, mm, history, I'm not actually going to need to know what year the, like, Articles of Confederation were signed, so I don't need to take history classes. But it's just, like, so important to actually do that because, you know, if we don't learn our history, we're bound to repeat it. So it's we don't so want to do that. It's so true. It's really important. I think like just the school, whatever you're passionate about, just follow that, you know, and I think it's really important to get an education, like even doing acting, you know, it's really important to make sure that, that you're smart and you're educated and you always have something, somewhere to go, you know? Yeah. And I think you definitely have way more interesting conversations with people when you know what you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. You don't just have to talk about, you know, the weather or the sky is blue, you know? Yeah. yeah definitely being educated and, and well-read are uh, good things to have in your toolbox. Yeah, definitely. So what do you enjoy doing on your free time or like with your friends or family? What are some of your favorite free time activities? Oh, well, first off, especially since summer's rolling around, I love traveling. Um, I've traveled all over the United States and um, traveling is just something that I do with my family and it's a great way for me to learn and relax and experience new things. I love experiencing new foods, new people, you know, new clothes. I mean, it's really um, a great thing for me and my family. As far as what I do when I'm at home, I love to bake and watch the Food Network. I'm such a Food Network nerd. I TiVo like Ace of Cakes, Challenge, Barefoot Contessa, like those are all my fave shows and, and I love baking. Whenever we have a party or a family gathering, I'm always the one like, I'll bring dessert, you know. Baking is like something that I just love. It's so therapeutic and, and you get something yummy at the end, you know. You get to yeah. eat it. Yeah, I know. That's really cool. Yeah. And so um, I'm also kind of an outdoors person, you know. I've never really been good at contact sports, but I love doing adventurous things. I love trying new things. So, you know, like zip trekking or kayaking or bungee jumping. I mean, like doing some cool, cool stuff. I think like the, the thrill of it all, you know. I love roller coasters. Since I live in Orange County, I go to Disneyland a lot with my friends, which is super fun, just in the evenings to kind of enjoy. So I pretty much have a, a pretty normal life, you know, which just me and my baking and friends and family. Nice. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Do you have any plans for this summer? Because I know we're both out of school now, so we're both free to do whatever we want, theoretically. Woo! I know. Sorry, guys, for those of you who are in school. You're almost there. Hang in there. But, yeah, it's really nice to be on summer. You know, I'm going to go back to South Carolina with my family. I'm looking forward to that. And I might go back to New York for a little bit. One of my friends is going to college back there. So hopefully I will go visit her and, uh, you know, see what college is going to be like for her. It's exciting. Nice. That sounds like fun. Yeah. So um, also adding to find out more about you, who are some model people that you look up to that are your role models or that you've always aspired to be? 
Oh, that's so tough. There's so many inspirations. Well, first and foremost, I have to say, I was always really inspired and still am by the movie Legally Blonde. That was a movie that came out in like 2001. Reese Witherspoon's in it. I'm sure a lot of people have seen it, but um, it's one of my favorite movies, and I always idolized the character Elle Woods. I loved how she was so confident and always kind to everybody, and, and you know, I, I'm such a girly girl, I have to admit, so the fact that she loved pink, you know, that was always something that inspired me, and I'm also a really big Audrey Hepburn fan. I think she's just amazing and such a great actress and style icon, um, and she's definitely one of my influences with acting and, you know, with giving back and everything like that. I'm trying to think. As far as other role models, oh, for the guys, I definitely love Tim Tebow, the football player, mm-hmm. just putting it out there. So um, he's on the Broncos now, so I'm a big Broncos fan. <laughs> <laughs> so you're following Tim Tebow wherever he goes. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm a very big sports fan. I grew up in Boston, so it's like uh, the Red Sox, Celtics, the Bruins, the Patriots. All the good sports teams. Wow. Yes, I know. We've been pretty lucky in my lifetime. I think I think it was all me. I think I brought them luck. Yeah, because, like, yeah, there you go, right? Because, like, <laughs> Red Sox won the World Series, like, so many times over just in the past, like, five years. Yeah, 2004 and 2007. That's one more than the Yankees this millennium. So, you know. Whoa, you're a serious fan. Yeah, I know. Yep, I was. Yeah. Yeah, my fifth grade class didn't have homework for a week during the World Series in 2004. Oh, my gosh. I want to move to Boston. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) sucks. Yeah, it was pretty cool, though. So, we're going to start to wrap up here in a few minutes, but I have a question that's been itching at me forever because you have the coolest name ever and I want to know where it came from. <laughs> oh my gosh, thank you. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, my last name is is Sunshine and, you know, it's just like the irony of life that I want to do um, acting and something in the entertainment industry because it would be the perfect stage name, but it's not. It's my real name. It's actually Hungarian and English. So in Hungarian, the word Sunshine is translated to the word Sonenshine. So um, when my family, I guess, immigrated here or whatever, the translation for English became sunshine. And it's been that way for, like, several generations. So it's it's sunshine tried and true. And um, it comes in handy sometimes, I guess. It's, I mean, out of all the names to have, sunshine isn't the worst for sure. And I enjoy it and all the, the jokes and the songs and, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a conversation starter. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, I'm walking through the hallways at school and, and like, you know, every Every couple minutes I hear, you are my sunshine, or ain't no sunshine when she's gone, or, you know, it's just like, it, it comes with the package, comes with the territory, so yeah. I, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, I've been asked many times if I'm related to Austin Powers, so. Oh! Kind of, yeah. Yeah, Kristen Powers, Austin Powers. It's like every single, every other year, someone's always wondering if I'm his cousin or if he's my uncle or if, you know, I know him. And some people, I think, actually believe that that's the characters, like... I was about to say, do they not know that, yeah, the characters? <laughs> Mike Myers, right? Yes, Mike Myers, yeah. There we yeah. go. Oh, behave! <laughs> I think they think that Austin Powers is a real person. Sorry, Mike Myers. Yeah, baby, yeah. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, so do you have any more plans for when we can see you, like, in future movies or shows, or are you just kind of, like, chilling out right now? Yeah, well, I mean, my video opens tomorrow, June 4th, so if you guys go to theaters anywhere in the country, you can 
see me up on screen with all the dogs. And I'm working on, I just completed a pilot for CBS, so hopefully you guys can look out for that. And I'm also kind of working on, somebody approached me to be a spokesperson for their fragrance. So I'm really excited about that in the future, and, and hopefully that'll... Uh, That'll be great. So I'm, I'm so blessed, and I'm really looking forward to just kind of going down the path that I'm going, and uh, I will hope to see you all in theaters. Marmody. Wow, yay, that sounds like you have a very exciting future ahead of you. That's so cool. Thank you so much. I'm very excited. So. Well, everyone, that was Caroline Sunshine. She's Barbara in the new movie Marmaduke, which comes out in theaters on June 4th, which is tomorrow. So you all should check it out and see her on the big screen. Thank you so much for spending time with us today, Caroline. Thank you so much, you guys. Have an awesome weekend. Thank you. Cool. Thanks, everyone. This is Pets Rock at Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Kristen, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye, everyone. Bye. Cool. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.